Hey, what's up, Stay Tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo here, letting you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today and let them know that you heard it from Stay Tuned Sports and you start earning today. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Now here's the best, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports on this wonderful St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody, from your good friend Jimbo here. Um, I mean, even though this is airing Thursday, unfortunately, I'm not celebrating it until this weekend I got my Guinness in the fridge gotta get my Jameson it's gonna be probably off the handle who, who, who knows what I'll, I'll be doing but hopefully I'm not as off the handle as the Patriots are with their um, their signings and all that stuff uh, going on with their team um, but before we get into all the NFL free agency talk head over to staytunesports.net for all of our social media accounts um, they're on the right hand side there like share that way you get all the updates of any new merchandise or um, new episodes. And speaking of the merchandise, up top of the web page is our merchandise tab that you could click and, you know, show your support. Get a t-shirt, Stay Tuned Sports t-shirt or a, um, a hoodie on there. I'm going to be picking up my hoodie um, within the next week or so, hopefully. Um, but definitely a, a football-filled episode here with free agency happening uh we're gonna touch on a little bit of ufc um announcing just a couple days ago kamara uzman versus masvidal the number two um it's gonna be in front of a live crowd in uh texas or florida i think it's texas um 15,000 fans are projected to be there and i'm gonna get my opinion about like you know a lot of people don't think masvidal deserves the the title shot here and uh, give my opinion about that and maybe some more um, so free agency started Wednesday even though they did the legally tampering whatever you want to call it the two days earlier um, Patriots coming out to get the gate swinging they bring back Cam Newton which I was surprised about they brought him back for a year um, 14 million dollars or something like that and I'm I, I don't know what they are thinking or seeing I mean the guy only threw eight touchdowns last year passing touchdowns now grant he didn't have a whole lot of receivers but when does the Patriots ever have a big name star receiver I mean Julian Edelman he's good I'm not sure if he's a Hall of Fame receiver like I always say, that's a different topic for a different day, possibly. Um, his regular season numbers are average. His playoff numbers are very good. 
you know so it's how do you you know uh, judge it but with all the free agency stuff going on you know I, I figure I'll give my good one my good grades and my bad grades to uh, a couple teams and sticking with the Patriots I, I have to put them down as bad moves some of the moves they, they have done um, you know some of these guys that they sign like Nelson Aguilar I, I'm sorry like you know you guys may say uh, I'm still hard on him because of what he did in Philly he only had really one good year in Philly all the other years he was constantly dropping balls especially in big game situations how do you give a guy like that 13 million dollars a year for two years and even last year I mean okay yeah he's averaging he averaged like 18 yards a catch so I mean he is a deep threat he has the speed and everything but he's well known to drop balls why not have that number a little lower and I'm a big guy on incentives you know say hey if you catch 80 balls we'll give you an extra 5 million and bring it back up to that 13 million I mean you know he had 800 some yards last year but only like 50 or 60 yards uh, 50 or 60 catches now when, when he was with Philly how many drops did he average a year you know um, that's why Philly brought in Deshaun Jackson last year to hopefully replace the drops replace the, the bad um, tracking that Aguilar was having with the deep ball and even though Deshaun only played three games with, the, with us the three games you know when he did go deep he he was locked in with the ball Aguilar has a hard time with that and to give somebody like that 13 million dollars this year and next year I just don't understand it and then you pay Hunter Henry and Jano Smith two tight ends basically you know top market tight end money I'm sorry Hunter Henry he's good he's a good tight end Unfortunately, he's hurt a lot. And for you to give him what you paid him is ridiculous. Now, the reports are coming out that... The two reports I saw was Bill Belichick wants to kind of get back to that whole Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez, the two tight end package for Cam Newton. Which, the second part of that, they're hoping Cam kind of gets back to how he was with Greg Olson with Carolina constantly feeding those the tight ends I'm sorry Hunter Henry and Geno Smith ain't no Rob Gronkowski or Aaron Hernandez they're they're average maybe a little bit of, of you know above average but that's it as much as I bash Gronkowski he's a good tight end possibly a Hall of Famer Aaron Hernandez I mean, he was good until he had his run-in with the, the law. You know, he was on pace to replace Gronkowski if, if and when Gronkowski was going to go to free agency. I don't see Hunter Henry or Geno Smith being that. 
So this this belief that you know these two are going to help get this offense back to where it was with Tom Brady and Gronkowski and and Aaron Hernandez. You know we saw this year. Tom Brady didn't need Bill Belichick. Tom Brady made that offense for the Patriots, and Cam Newton is not no Tom Brady. The other um, team I kind of want to put on blast, Chicago Bears. Like, what are they doing? What is their GM doing? Like, is this like by him signing Andy Dalton? Is this like his way of handing in his resignation letter? I mean, you you unload all those draft picks to draft Mitchell Trubisky, and all things considering, you pretty much missed on that one. You know, he might be an okay quarterback, but for what you gave up for him, I mean, you, you should have had a Super Bowl winning quarterback by this point, maybe three times over. Then, last year, you go out and trade for Nick Foles. Give him, you know, a big contract, hopefully to come in and compete with Trubisky to take the job over. And he only started, what was it, like three, four games till Trubisky came back in. And now you give Andy Dalton $10 million while Nick Foles is still sitting on the bench. Okay, yeah, you tagged Allen Robinson. I mean, he was a good receiver for the Bears last year. But, I mean, that's really the only good thing you did. The right thing you did was the Allen Robinson thing. Now he may sit out and pull Deshaun Watson because and I don't blame him. I mean, you're not helping the team at all by picking up Andy Dalton for one year unless... You legitimately draft a good quarterback, let them sit for a year, let Andy Dalton be the the bridge, if you want to call it that. But you're gonna let Nick Foles sit on the side there. You have no youth at the quarterback position. So I mean, the Bears, grade-wise, I mean, I definitely give them a, a, an F, just because of them blundering away these these moves Patriots I mean you know it is Bill Belichick you never know but this one I give a D just because again you know Nelson Aguilar you sign him to you know you overpaid him and then Jalen Mills you overpaid as much as I like Jalen Mills he gets he got what was like six or seven million dollars a year I mean, yeah, he's he's uh, he can play safety, he can play secondary, and you know we know we know Belichick likes that, but to overpay him, geez, I mean, Philly gave Mills a one-year contract last year. I think it was like two million. How do you give a, a, a guy that's has speed issues? Um, you know, he does show up from time to time in big play situations. AKA shutting Julio Jones down. But you, you you can't pay that that's starter money right there. Every down starter money. 
to play on defense when he's known to get beat by double moves constantly. We'll be curious to see if these moves for the Patriots work out. Now, as far as some of the, the good moves that I actually liked, um, I'm going to start with the Bills here, Buffalo Bills. I like the Emmanuel Sanders signing for them. You know, he's a good player. Yes, he's older. And they got him for $6 million. Again, Aguilar got $13 million. Sanders got $6 million. And I would take Sanders over Aguilar every day of the week. Now, they picked him up because they lost John Brown. So, the deep threat for Josh Rosen is, is there. Um, they also brought back two of their starting offensive linemen. So, that's definitely going to keep the um, offensive line continuity uh, together, which again, you know, as an Eagles fan, we saw that in 2017 and 18 when we won the Super Bowl. That was our big thing, our big reason why we won that Super Bowl. We were able to just, you know, run the ball, keep Carson Wentz and Nick Foles um, standing upright. You know, okay. I keep saying Josh Rosen. I don't know why I said Josh Rosen. Josh Allen. Um, Grant, you know, Wentz got hurt that year, but that was a, a freak, ac you know, accident, injury, blowing his knee out there. But by bringing those, the linemen all back together, you know, they probably got a two to three year window to win a Super Bowl here before, like, you know, the rookie contracts really start getting out there and or uh, running out and salary cap situations start hitting them. And plus on defense, they did re-sign one of their best defensive players. Now the knock on him is he is injury prone, but for the deal that they got with him, I think it was a low risk, high reward type deal. You know, and I think keeping that defense strong will help this team go farther as well my other team that uh, I thought I was doing good in free agency and uh, so far is, is the Raiders um, they traded two offensive linemen one was like 31 32 years old the other one was like 28 years old um, and basically got two second day round uh, second day picks for them was able to clear some cap space with, with those moves as well. Now, you know, you don't like to see 27, 28-year-olds getting traded away because, I mean, they're pretty much in the middle of their prime there. But, you know, if you're going to get a third or fourth, uh, fifth round pick back from, you know, could always find a lot of these offensive linemen. There's, there's so many of them out there that you could find a lot of them in the, the mid-rounds, fourth, fifth rounds that turn out to be very good players um, they also signed Unique Gaku from the Jaguars for two years 26 million now I like that contract 
Um, think about when he was being traded away um, from the Jaguars, I believe it was, to the Vikings. The contract he wanted then. He quietly had a decent season last year, not you know a a top tier, you know, to 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 be paid like a top player. But to get him on a two-year deal here, it gives you this first year to say, okay, you know what? You got a fresh start here. Let's see what you got. And if he comes out swinging and, and is that top guy that you think he could be, then you have another year to to negotiate an extension with him and be able to pay him what he wants plus stretch it out over so many years of the salary cap with the the new TV deal that's about to come out you know with the salary cap going down actually this year the new TV deal coming out I think you can see a lot of money being exchanged in the next couple seasons because of it now they also did sign I, I just touched on about the Bills letting John Brown go they signed him basically to replace Aguilar, who again was paid $13 million. Brown got three and a half mil for a one year. Not a bad contract. And that's why I, I like that move there. You know, he is injury prone, but for three and a half million, I mean that that's a, a low contract. So again, I think it's a low risk, high reward for them. Gives Carr another weapon to, to work with. John Gruden to work with. And I mean, honestly, I, I gotta give these guys a B with these moves. You know, with Mayock and Gruden in the beginning, it seemed like they weren't really meshing the right way with, with the decisions. But I think this year, with these pickups, it's it's finally gonna start working for them. I think they're gonna get over the whole 8-8 eight and eight hump and possibly, I'll throw it out there, possibly make the playoffs this year. So this past week, Dana White announced a big title fight rematch. Kamaru Uzman versus Jorge Masvidal at UFC 261. A lot of people, a lot of the fans don't agree with it, with this matchup. A lot of them say, well, you know, he Masvidal lost the, the last match and, you know, hasn't done anything since. Doesn't deserve it. Well, let me ask this question first then. Who does deserve it? I mean, Kobe Covington. If you compare Kobe Covington's match against Usman versus Masvidal's match against Usman, and you think about the length of the training camps Covington had compared to Masvidal, you know, Covington had a full camp. Whereas Masvidal had only a six-day notice and had to lose a lot of weight in a short period of time. So he didn't have the energy towards the end of the, the match there. So, I mean, really, I would say Masvidal's match was more impressive. So between those two, I, I would think Masvidal deserves more of the shot over uh, over Covington. And then when you look at Leon Edwards, 
because I saw his name floating around. Again, just last week, after having a year and a half off of no fighting, no activity, his fight goes to a no contest because of Nightpoke. So he hasn't even won a match in over a year and a half. So how can you say he deserves a title shot? Now I did see some of the like ESPN writers or other people on Twitter saying, you know, this is UFC's last chance to to pull Masvidal in to get the pay-per-view numbers because he is still a a big draw. And they feel if if Usman wins this rematch, his superstardom will start to fizzle. Masvidal's that point I could kind of see you know if we think of, if we look at Masvidal's whole career when he took the year off before he took the year off he was an up and down fighter 50-50 fighter took the year off came back you know hashtag resurrection or whatever he, he, he called it went on a three fight win streak took the Usman fight six days notice and then ended up losing that one He'll never be Conor McGregor, you know, so like if he does lose this fight, I think you will start to see him getting back down to that 50-50 type fighter. Do I think he could beat Usman? I think with the full camp, he could. You know, um, six days notice, you really don't have much time to put uh, uh, work in. I mean, you could put a game plan together, but you don't really have much time to work on that game plan. You know he's gonna, you know Usman's gonna try to get you up against the cage or try to take you down and wrestle you. And not saying this was would happen, but that's what Ben Askren was known for is his wrestling, and look what happened there. You know, you want to say it's a lucky knee, or whatnot, whatever. He saw something in uh, Ben Askren's tapes that said, "Hmm, I could throw a flying knee and catch this guy at some point, whether it was gonna be in the beginning." Or middle or at the end of the fights. Now, Grant, they wanted to put it in there in the beginning of the fight to see what happened, and it connected. Again, not saying that's going to happen to Usman. I think Usman's a lot smarter than Askren when it comes to that stuff. But I think this is going to be a more competitive fight. I think it's going to be a closer fight. And I won't be surprised if Masvidal were to win this one. And then go for the trilogy. You know how Dana White loves these trilogies. Then what I would do, and I think this was um, Ariel Halani may have matched this one up. Matchup Covington versus Edwards. And whoever wins that one would go for the title shot if Usman were to beat Masvidal this weekend. But... All around, I just think this is the right call to do, the right fight to make for Usman, even though he did call Masvidal out um, after his, his win over Burns. And I think if he were to beat Jorge Masvidal too, it would gain him a little bit more respect maybe with the fans too. I mean, he feels disrespected. He, he yelled it after the last fight. And with Masvidal... 
only taking the last fight on six days notice you know people questioned would have met would Masvidal won that fight if he had a full camp but we will see I mean UFC 261 I think is an April fight I think it's right around my birthday I think it's towards the end of April um I'll definitely be tuning in for that one. I'll, I'll, I do like Masvidal. And I do think he beat him. So I think that's going to be it for this week. Um, last Friday, the Simbox Truck Series came to a conclusion with Mitchell Adams locking up the championship. Um, they're going to be taking a little bit of a break uh, now. I believe they come back April 9th for the Stay Tuned Sports Truck Series. So you guys are going to have to definitely tune into the to the YouTube channel, 3YTV. Um, definitely come over to the chat there. I'm planning on doing giveaways during the, the season, uh, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, maybe even during the, the, live, uh, the live show. So make sure you guys subscribe to 3YTV so you guys can get notifications of when the, the races are coming on as well. So... But before we go, make sure you head over to staytunesports.net because speaking of social media accounts, you can click all of ours so you could get the up-to-date on episodes and merchandise, stuff like that. And a merchandise tab is up top there. Click it. They're always, you know, we go through Zazzle.com. They're always doing promotion, you know, 10% off, this and that, the other thing. So maybe it's a good time now to head over there and see what you guys, you know, may want. If there's something you want me to create, Send me a message. I'll do my best to satisfy you. That just sounded really weird. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. But till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.